the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. From the heart of New York City and the tri-state area to the most active real estate hotspots across America. Keeping you plugged in to the latest real estate market trends. From mortgage news and legal developments to everything you need to know about buying or selling a property. Benefited by the advice of the experts. Now, here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. Good morning, everyone. I'm Dottie Herman, and welcome to Ion Real Estate. As you most likely know, everyone loves to talk about real estate. Um, I call it the universal language. Sometimes I have to run and say, please, enough. I love real estate, but I can't listen to it 24-7 because everyone has a story about it. And everyone's interested, whether they have a $300,000 house, a rental apartment, or a $20 million house. Real estate all over the country is just a hot topic. <clears throat> Today we're going to be joined by my friend for, I don't know how many years, but I don't want to date myself, uh, Stephen Moranis, who is a real estate, oh, I guess he's writes up in real estate on Canada. He's an analyst, a real estate analyst. He's been in the business. He does many things. He's probably one of the smartest guys I know. And um, he'll be joining me today. Good morning, Stephen. Uh, good morning, Dottie. You're too kind. I appreciate the intro, and it's always a pleasure uh, to be on your show. And uh, hopefully we can bring some new information and uh, issues uh, to light to your uh, listenership. That's great. Yes. And not only that, I'd love to give you new information on real estate because... And I like that if you go to a party and you have some crazy news or new news that nobody knows, they'll think you're a genius. <laughs> but Stephen, well, not to really, yeah. you know, not to really go back. But the truth is, we know each other for a lot of years. I don't want to date us uh, because we still look glamorous and handsome. But we know each other. Go, we we go back a long way. And you always well, loved New York, even though you were from Canada. You always uh, loved New York. I that's where I, I would see I, you all the time. And I, we were both part of Merrill Lynch, weren't we? Yeah, like Merrill Lynch and Prudential Prudential Real Estate Affiliates way back. Uh, hate to date us, but back in the nineties, we were toddlers back oh. then, right? So um, <laughs> it it was uh, it was a lot of fun, and we, you know, I mean. Consumers who are struggling right now, you and I have seen, you know, tougher times. I mean, to me, in Canada, 89 to 96 was a really, really tough uh, period. You know, people are more sort of familiar with 2008. And I think what we have now is, is obviously a reset. And, you know, it's going to have to uh, be a reboot. But, you know, I think hopefully we're all going to get through it. And there's a lot of pain. Um, but, you know, you just got to sort of hang in and people need a place to live. 
people need a place to work and play and all the other stuff. So whether it's residential, retail, commercial, you know, real estate will still always, you know, be there in, uh, and listen, in, in different. In 2008, yeah. I said to my company when, you know, they were going to the banks, I don't know if it was 2007, 2008, they were going to the bank, taking their money out. It was the end of the world. I said, hey, listen, people have to live somewhere. So if they don't buy real estate, we'll sell tents. Because people do have to live. But you know what? Something you said really strikes a chord with me. Because when I was young and I bought my first house, I paid 15%. I took an adjustable. I tell you this every week because I took an adjustable arm. I think it was like 11% for five years or something like that. And, it, and you know what? I bought a house. I made money on it. And I was glad to do it. So when I read the papers, and believe me, right before the show, like the night before, I never go out on a Friday night because I want to be current and have everything that's current. I, I look up and I read, oh, the interest rates are so high. They're horrible. People can't afford things. Well, the only time I saw interest rates in my lifetime, which is a long enough time, was during the pandemic when they were two and a half, three percent, whatever they were. Um, when I bought my house, and I was probably 29 ish, 30, maybe 35, I don't know, somewhere in that category, uh, I think the interest rates were 15 percent. And in those days, at least in the U.S., I don't know how it was in Canada, you'll have to tell me, but at least in the U.S., you couldn't, um, they didn't commit to the interest rate. So, like, let's say, the interest rate was what, what it is now. It's in the sevens. And um, by the time you closed, the interest rates went, went up to 8.5%. They didn't lock you in for 90 days. You had to pay the 8.5%. And in many cases, you didn't qualify anymore, so then you're out of the house. And I remember my first day in real estate, the people said to me, Are you crazy? Who would go into real estate at the worst time in the world? It is the worst time in real estate. And I said, well, I don't know it when it was good. So if I get it when it's bad, it'll be a piece of cake when it's easy. So you know what? People find a way. And uh, rents aren't so cheap. I don't know. How are they in Canada? Rents have gone up crazy. Rents, I mean, the, the big criticism towards the current uh, Liberal government, which is uh, Prime Minister Trudeau, is rents have doubled, interest rates have doubled. In, in the eight years um, that he's been in power, uh, house prices have doubled, interest rates are doubled. I mean, housing is number one on sort of, uh, you know, the public interest uh, uh, topic with grocery prices. So the latest our government is, is fighting is high grocery prices, which I'm not sure what it's like in the United States, but the grocery prices have, in the last two, three years, gone up about 70%. Well, just want you to know, we have a two-hour show, as always. Stephen is my co-host, and I'm so thrilled to have him. Um, at 11.30, we will be joined by Joseph Marinini, and he's the author of Mastering the Art of Entertaining with Holidays approaching, you'll not want to miss his great advice for how to entertain wonderfully in your home. Um, you should tune in live on Saturdays at AM 970, The Answer. Okay, 
And you can do that on your mobile app, or you can go to Heart Radio, or you can tune in um, on the Odyssey app. And you should follow me, and I mean that. I'm coming out with a book soon, too. You'll want to read that. But follow me on Facebook, Twittergram, Instagram, and LinkedIn at DottieHerman.com. Uh, while I'm at it, I just want you to know that Interest rates at seven and a half, which, you know, I guess if you got an interest rate at 3%, I mean, you're not moving and you uh, think that seven and a half is high. But for me, I bought my first house at 15. I think my second house, I maybe, and I was in my 20s. I wouldn't have bought it, but my dad was like, buy a house, buy a house. It was, and it was the smallest house. It was a cottage. In a nicer, a very nice neighborhood because I'm a location buyer and everyone's different, but I am a location, location, location. And um, that's how I started buying real estate. I had no intentions of being um, a real, you know, I had no intentions of going into real estate. I wanted to be a teacher. So, but Stephen, I have something funny for you. You want to laugh a little bit? Sure. Before I tell you some song, I have to tell you some bad news. But before I do that, I want to have a little humor. Um, I found this thing that I had this, and it's streets with uncommon names. Now these are uncommon names in the U.S. And it tells you that if you get a street that has a bad name, don't let it deter you. Probably get a good discount. They say that if a ba- the street has a horrible name, you could get up to fifteen, twenty percent off. Okay, so here's some street names. Tell me what you think. Psychopath. Would you want to live on Psychopath? <laughs> okay. That's a city no. in Michigan. Okay? Oh, well, God. Psychopath. I, listen, that Dottie, was- I, know a few, I know a few people who should be uh, forced to move there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but it's got a little ring to them. Like, oh, where do you live? Oh, I live at Psychopath. Okay, well, they probably think it's a mental institution, but whatever. Now there's another one, Divorce Court, and that's in Pennsylvania. I don't know if that sounds quite as bad. Uh, Then there's Awesome Street, which Awesome Street is in, Awesome Street is in Cary, North Carolina. Now, another one you might not want to live on, but, you know, if you can get 20% off, who cares what the name is? Frying Pan Road. Okay, that's in Hudson, or Henderson, Virginia. Uh, Now, there's a Roast Meat Hill Road, and that's in Connecticut. Chicken Dinner Road in Idaho. I don't know who makes these up, but... Duh, 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 like D-U-H, duh, drive in Pennsylvania. So if you get stuck with a bad name and you get a little discount, who cares, right? It'll be a talk of profession. They'll go, guess uh, where Stephen lives, Dottie? Stephen lives on Psychopath. Okay. Well, I'm I'm trying to move. I've got to figure that he would live there. Okay, I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. No, but... we need to have some sense of humor in life. I mean, we really I do. know, but you know what? Interesting, you know, bad street names 
there's also some unlucky numbers too. You know, the Asians don't like four. Four is an unlucky number. So it's, it's interesting. I live in a condo and besides no floor 13, there's no floors with four. So it's, it's quite hilarious. You know, there's no fours or 14 or 24 or 34. I'm not sure if that's pretty common in, in Manhattan or not, but, uh, the newer pre, you know, condo constructions have eliminated um, number fours as a as a as a floor number, but it's sort That's of silly sure, because. But I think they might have, or maybe they don't have a. Yeah, but, but it's it's kind of silly because you're on floor five, but it's really floor four. Like, I know. <laughs> who but there must f- be, you know, like a story behind that. I mean, there must be a reason, don't you think? Well, it's bad. It's it's bad feng shui. It's like sort of it means death. I mean, I think Asians eight is a really good lucky number. Um, it's sort of like eighteen for Jewish people. You know, it's, it's lucky number. So, you know, it, it's kind of there's this numerology with um, with numbers and and are they positive or negative? Also apply to uh, real estate addresses. Absolutely. Well, I have some uh, good news before I share some bad news with you. But uh, um, I was all, you know, I used to broadcast every film festival in the Hamptons Film Festival at the um, Maidstone Inn. We'd we'd bring all our equipment. The guys would come out and meet us there with all the equipment. And then a lot of the people that were starring in films stayed at the Maidstone Inn. And so they would come out and have breakfast, and they'd come on the show, and it was really a lot of fun. Um, We didn't have a chance to do it because of the pandemic. They're still very cautious, but we probably will do it next year from there. Uh, But just so you know, in case you have no plans or you want to make some time, um, the film festival is, uh, it takes place each October, uh, and it's taking place October 6th through October 15th, and I believe it's in West Hampton and East Hampton. I'm not sure about Sag Harbor, and unfortunately, South Hampton, the theater closed down, so it's not there, but it's really some great films. I don't have them all with me because I I just got some bad news in that I had to stop and take, but it's really wonderful, but I would go on East Hampton Film Festival and it'll tell you what tickets are available because a lot of times if you go the last minute, I mean, you'll either do what I did because I always buy them the last minute. You'll either be sitting in the first row in the front or, <laughs> but, you know, you never know. So if, you, if you're if you interested, it's on. It's on tomorrow also. It's really a wonderful time. I mean, it's going to rain today but in New York but or the Hamptons. But still, it's a great, great, and there's great films this year. On the sad note, as I was getting ready to broadcast, and as I woke up, by the way, I went to bed 5.30, so I haven't had too much sleep, uh, I found out that um, at least 1,600 were injured and killed in an attack on Israel from uh, the Palestinians. And so... uh, they're at war, and they in the they said that this is not just a quick thing; that they're really going to actual war. They, it's not just a hit and run thing, and they're going to be done with it. There, and I don't, 
I just found that. I just found this out maybe 20 minutes ago, so I don't have all the details. But while we're on this show, if there's anything new, I'll fill you in. But um, I'm really sad about this. I I don't even know what to say. Um, it's, um, you know, in human lives, and I just don't know why the world can't get around and, and can be a little bit, like, more peaceful. I'll have to... Um, I really want to make a difference, and I hope that we all can come on to... You know, I, I, I always say, Stephen, you know, we're so lucky to be in countries where, you know, if we don't agree with the government, they don't put you in jail, and that we do have freedom of speech, and not that you should take advantage of that and call people bad names or anything, but we're allowed to voice an opinion, and as long as that opinion isn't hurting anybody then you don't have to agree with it. But you can respect what a person's saying, and you can just say, unfortunately, I used to tell my daughter, just say, listen, don't uh, put your arms around, you know, and just, like, tune them out. Say, thank you for your advice, or thank you for sharing with me. Um, I'm not sure that I'm ready for that, or that's the thing for me, but thanks for taking the time to share it. Because... Generally, people want to give you what they think is good for you, and maybe it's not going to be good for you. But we're allowed to have that freedom. And in some countries, if you disagree with the government, you're dead. So I think we should all be grateful for living in countries that we don't have to worry about that. Um, I, I, I don't, I have never lived in a country where you didn't have freedom of speech, but I certainly wouldn't want to. I don't know how you feel, Steve, but that's how I Well, feel. it's it's I, I totally echo your thoughts. It's it's sad to see the conflict um you know that's arising around the world for a variety of intra reasons. It's it seems to be like in the new latest Cold War with, you know, a different kind of um complexion and you know it, it'd be nice if everyone would spend all the billions on coming up with settlements that people could live in peace and quiet and, and try to just you know provide for their families and, and have a decent way of life it's 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 very sad it's very sad i know i know now listen last two weeks i've been talking about artificial intelligence you know i'm fascinated with it it's one of my pet peeves um so I'm not going to get into it today again because I did it two weeks, but I'll keep you posted on new updates. But I do want to tell you that if you have not downloaded this app, you need to do it. You go to chat, C-H-A-T-G-P-T, okay? You go to the app store, search for chat, G-P-T, download it, sign up for it. And you will be amazed at what you can learn. My granddaughter does her homework from it. Um, you need a speech, it will write a speech for you. you need, your children need help with homework and you can't figure it out, it'll do it for them. Or it'll show them how to do it. Um, Stephen, do you use ChatGPT? Um, absolutely. And uh, I'll be able to share... Uh, more on this topic uh, right after the break yes and we will talk a little bit more about it at the break i we did it two weeks in a row i don't want to belabor it but i just have a little bit more about it 
And um, I'm going to tell you, you're going to be amazed. It's not like when we had to go to the library. We'll be right back. We're taking a quick commercial break. You're listening to Iron Real Estate. I'm Dottie Herman. You're here with Stephen Marinas, my co-host. We'll be right back. AM 970 The Answer is bringing Dr. Lederman's expertise in alternative cancer treatments to prime time every Monday night at 7. Dr. Lederman is triple board certified in radiation oncology, medical oncology, and internal medicine and is the first physician to perform non-invasive body radio surgery in the Western Hemisphere. On an outpatient basis, no hospitals, no cutting, no bleeding. Radio surgery takes minutes, is painless, non-invasive, and usually very well tolerated. Join Dr. Lederman Monday night at 7 on AM 970 The Answer. Hi, it's Arthur Idala, and Bayridge Honda is kicking off October's spooky season with scary savings so low, you'll scream. Bayridge Honda is your family-owned and operated Honda dealer for over 60 years, serving the five boroughs. You can browse from over 200 new Honda vehicles, like the all-new Honda Civic, CRV, and HRV, ready for you to drive home today. And over 100 certified pre-owned vehicles backed by the Honda True Program at their 2022 President's Award-winning dealership. And right now, get 0% APR financing and zero down payment on select new 2023 Honda models all month long. Plus, receive $1,500 when you turn in your trade or lease when you purchase your next car with Bay Ridge Honda. Even if you don't buy a car from Bay Ridge Honda, they want to buy your car from you. So visit Bay Ridge Honda at 4th Avenue and 88th Street in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn or online at BayRidgeHonda.com. That's BayRidgeHonda.com. These deals are available to qualified buyers. Additional fees may apply. See dealer for details. Hi, Kevin McCullough. We've been talking about Plaza College's court reporting program. Well, Plaza, on behalf of the New York State Court Reporters Association, is proud to announce this year's one-day convention, a Steno State of Mind. A Steno State of Mind is being held at the historic Eastern District Courthouse on Sunday, October 22nd, from 8.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. in Brooklyn. This full-day event inside this famously historic courthouse will bring members of the court reporting community, working reporters, and students together for six seminars celebrating this high-powered profession. You know what that means. Working court reporters, you will earn six NCRA-approved CEUs and the latest industry insight. For more information and to view the exciting agenda, visit nyscra.org slash 2023 fall convention. Again, register at nyscra.org slash 2023 fall convention. Get yourself in a steno state of mind. Feel like you're trying to push a boulder uphill wearing skates? If you run or manage a local business today, you're challenged like never before. We get it, and we want to help. We're Salem Surround. We're a full-service marketing agency that'll help you increase your customer base by designing incredibly effective plans to reach your consumers day, night, and everywhere they might be. If you're a local business and want to see what Salem Surround can do for you, Google Salem Surround New York. Remember to Google Salem Surround New York today. This is an urgent announcement for anyone that's $10,000 or more in debt. Before you make another minimum payment, you need to know there are special programs that can completely free you of your debt. Total Financial Freedom can help you become debt-free in months instead of years. Resolve your credit card debt, signature loans, department store cards, internet loans, and timeshares. Call now at 800-533-6605 for a free consultation. For 16 years, Total Financial Freedom has helped thousands get out of debt. You can 
feel confident when calling because Total Financial Freedom is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau and a Christian-owned company. Don't get stuck in the endless cycle of payments. You have the right to get your debt resolved and substantially reduce your monthly payments. Call Christian-owned Total Financial Freedom now at 800-533-6605. That's 800-533-6605. 800-533-6605. Listen to AM 970 The Answer on Alexa. Tune in iHeart or Odyssey.com. Continuing with Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. Here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. We're back. I'm here with Stephen Moranis, a real estate analyst who I've known my, a lot of my life. Um, before I uh, conclude this about uh, chat GPT, I just want to tell you, I asked it a couple of nights ago. I said, I have a radio show about real estate and everything that has to do with real estate. What are some good topics to talk about? And it said, running a radio show about real estate offers a wide range of topics. And it gave me a list of market trends, buying and selling tips, investment strategies, financing, technology, um, neighborhoods, real estate career advice, personal finance. So anything you want to know, you can really get on that. Okay. So it's just something that I really have to tell you. They're using it more and more. Just take a chance. Trust me. Uh, you will be surprised how great it is. But on a sad note, um, as I was getting ready to do the show today and I tuned in and I had not, of course, watched TV or anything I had, um, I was told that um, the Palestinians... Uh, uh, I guess they bombed Israel, and um, there's been so far, I mean, I don't have upcoming news, but it happened in the middle of the night sometime today, and um, it's, uh, they're saying that the Palestinians, Hamas, Hamas is saying that this is not just, a, you know, a small thing, they are uh, they're gonna go to war. They're they're in a real they're in a war, and so far there's like 1,600 wounded Israelis, and uh, um, I don't know how many are dead. And I just I just want to say I mean it's nothing that I feel good about talking about, but I I just sometimes wonder what is going on in this world today. Um, it's really sad to hear something like that, and we'll keep you filled in if we hear any um, any things that have come up since then. I was really going to tell everyone to go to the film festival, but um, when this came up, this is um, really pretty, pretty, pretty bad. Pretty bad. It doesn't get too much worse than that. I mean, I... I, I just just I just don't understand it. I I'm trying to absorb it. I'm very upset myself about it. And um, I did you hear it in Canada yet, Stephen, or no? I I haven't seen the news yet. I I just noticed. Uh, I guess on the Apple news feed I saw it, and I haven't read the articles. It's it's just terrible. I mean, we've got a world uh, that's not at peace, and um, you know, I would hope the leaders of uh, 
you know, the major com- countries can figure this all out instead of, you know, just fighting amongst each other about silly stuff. I know. Anyhow, talking about, we're, I don't know if we're coming out of a pandemic or we're starting a different strain. Let me tell you a stupid thing that I did. I don't want to say stupid, but um, there were three new vaccines that came out, and I was considering not getting, well, I always get a flu shot, so I was going to get that. But uh, I didn't, you know, you have to go online and make an appointment and all that stuff, and I didn't feel like doing that, trying to figure out when I'm available, when they had an appointment. So I just went to a local pharmacy, and I said, listen, can you do me a favor? I need these three shots. I need a flu shot. I need the new COVID shot, which I wasn't going to get. I've heard good and bad about it. Although they, I think the people that invented it just won the Nobel Prize for it. Uh, and then they have an it's an RC something, RC something shot, which is supposedly good for your lungs. Well, of course, my doctor said, make sure you take them two, three weeks apart. And me knowing, oh, I, then I have to schedule it. I don't know where I'll be. So I just took all three. Well, let me just give you advice. Don't take all three at one time, okay? Whether you think you should get them or not is an individual decision that you should discuss with your own doctor. But I will tell you this. I was in agony. I couldn't move my arms. I was sick as a dog. So if you are going to get them, make sure that you space them out. Don't do what I did, take three in one one time. I had two in one arm, one in the other arm. I couldn't move my arms, and I felt like hell. But I can tell you I'm fully vaccinated. That's the good news, if that's good news. So um, just thought I would give you that information. So... Talking about the real estate market, let's get back to the real estate market. And of course now, um, the U.S. housing market is now worth $52 trillion, according to, to Zillow. The total value of the U.S. housing market is 49% higher than before the pandemic. Now that's a big difference, 49% higher than before the pandemic. And I guess the pandemic started, what, in 2019? I think, around then. After experiencing a temporary hiccup between July 22nd to the 23rd, the U.S. housing market is back on track, stronger than ever, with a total estimated value of $52 trillion. Over the past year, the value of U.S. housing markets has surged by more than $2.6 trillion, Fueling this increase is new construction, even though the 1.3 rise in average value of U.S. homes over the year also played a small role. New homes should have made a bigger piece of the home sales, but obviously there is no inventory. How is it? Do you have inventory in Canada? I'm just curious. We don't have it in the U.S. Um, The listing inventory residentially is... um it has increased in, in, you know, the most recent month, September 2023. Um, you know, the that's in the residential side. You know, rental, there's a short supply. Um, and then commercial retail, 
uh, industrial is a different story. You know, there's very, very large vacancies rates in commercial office. Um, Industrial industrial is better because it's more distribution centers like Amazon and those kinds of companies. Um, And retail, uh, you know, we're, we're, I think I noticed, I mean, you've got, you know, top retailers are closing locations in the U.S. I read about that. We had Nordstrom closed up in Canada and Nordstrom Rack in the last couple months. Target couldn't make a go of it in Canada. So, you know, I think it's it's a function of a lot of online shopping and, and people's habits and, and trends are changing. So, you know, people are going to have to adjust, especially landlords. Um, and, and we talked about this. I think there was we, our recent article on sort of downtowns in Canada um, sort of mirrors what's happening to the downtowns in the United States. They're, they're slow and dead and foot traffic is low. And, you know, what are the solutions? It's, it's, it's challenging. So with respect to, yeah, the appreciation of housing has gone up by trillions. You wonder what the appraisal values of, um, you know, the commercial portfolios are, have they gone down? You know, if you appraise properties today with high vacancy rates and, and low rent, I mean, I kind of giggle a bit when they, you know, they're making a big fuss about former President Trump that his Mar-a-Lago is only worth $18 million. I thought it might be worth about $100 million. So I, you just wonder with appraisals and valuations, you know, where is it all and what's it all about? I know. But at the same time, um, builders have adapted to the needs of today's buyers, and they've been adjusting to the shifting markets by some lowering prices, or if not lowering prices, concessions. So if you're looking for a rental or a, uh, uh, you know, a home, uh, two years ago when we were like in the middle of the pandemic, I can tell you this. If you didn't have a cash offer, you just weren't, you weren't getting the property. I mean, just like there was like 20 offers on every house. And if you didn't have all cash, somebody didn't even talk to you. But things are changing and you do at least put your, when you're negotiating, put your best foot forward. Don't give anything negative. Give all your pluses first. Okay. And um, you do have some. And I don't want to say always, but there's a little bit more negotiating room. And to tell you the places that are blooming, Florida, the housing markets are booming. The four most valuable metro areas have remained largely unchanged over the past five years, and they are New York, Los Angeles, San Francisco, and Boston. And this year, Miami has claimed the fifth spot, jumping all the way from ninth. Okay. One of this, well, I don't think I'm going to have time to finish. I will finish this right after the break because it's really very interesting. Uh, what's happened in five years? Kind of the world has changed. We'll be right back. I'm here with Stephen Morant, and you're listening to Iron Real Estate 970. Hi, this is Joan Herman, host of Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life's Conversations with Joan. Conversations with Joan focuses on topics that are important to your life. 
Every Sunday night, some of the world's most inspirational and influential people join me to discuss health and wellness, professional development, and personal well-being. They share their insights, tips, and strategies so you can thrive and live your best life now. Take time for yourself. Tune into Conversations with Joan every Sunday night at 10 p.m. right here on AM 970 The Answer. If you miss a show, be sure to visit our website so you can listen on demand. And while you're there, read our digital magazine and take part in our book club. Visit CYACYL.com. That's CYACYL.com. You have all helped support my pillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products. You've heard me recently speak about the My Slippers, Giza Sheets, My Pillow 2.0, and more. Great news. The My Pillow 6-pack bath towel sets are back in stock. They are extremely absorbent yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Regular price is 79.98 for a limited time. You can get the six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code JOEP. That's a 50% savings. Go to MyPillow.com. Call 800-651-0798. Use the promo code JOEP to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. Feel like you're trying to push a boulder uphill wearing skates? If you run or manage a local business today, you're challenged like never before. We get it, and we want to help. We're Salem Surround, and when it comes to marketing, consider us your personal move-you-forward company. In a recent study, we found that 53% of local businesses were classified as novices when it came to designing, implementing, and managing their marketing needs. And that's where Salem Surround truly shines. We're a full-service marketing agency that'll help you increase your customer base by designing incredibly effective plans to reach your consumers day, night, and everywhere they might be. Let us give you an absolutely free audit of your current marketing and what your competition is doing. Our digital sales and support teams are the best in the industry and deliver customized personal service that's second to none. If you're a local business and ready for the next step, Google Salem Surround New York right now. Our experts are ready to help you take your marketing to the next level. Google Salem Surround New York today. Listen to us anywhere. TuneIn.com, iHeartRadio.com. Get the app at am970theanswer.com. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. We are proud, proud to serve, to serve our country, to serve our local communities, to wear the uniform, to be a soldier. To serve abroad, when and where duty calls. We are ready to stand with our brothers and sisters to defend, to serve, to fight. We're always ready, we're always there. We are the New York Army National Guard. Sponsored by the New York Army National Guard. AM 970, the answer. Continuing with Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. Here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. We're back. I'm here with Stephen Moranis. We're talking about the housing market, what's going on in the world. And I said, the you know, the U.S. housing market has is now worth $52 trillion, okay, and um, it's going strong. 
But the four most valuable metro areas have remained largely unchanged. And again, I'm going to say this again. For the past five years, it's been New York, L.A., San Francisco, and Boston. But this year, Miami has claimed the fifth spot, jumping all the way from ninth, as recently as May 21st. Okay, of the six markets where housing has gained the most value since the start of the pandemic, four of those markets are in Florida. They're in Tampa, which is up 88.9%, Miami, 86%, Jacksonville, and Orlando. As a result, Florida has surpassed New York as a state with the second most valuable housing market. California still remains number one with more than $10 trillion of value in its housing market, nearly 20% of the national total. Texas and New Jersey round out the top five. So that's kind of very interesting. And by the way, if you have any questions, we love to hear you, okay? I haven't, so please feel free to call us or give us your point of view at 866-970-9622. That's 866-970-9622. We love, love to hear from you. Okay, now as far as the New York City market, because everyone wants to hear about New York City and don't forget, New York City got hit the hardest, or one of the hardest in the pandemic. The Manhattan's luxury market bounced back from a September lull. But, you know, in September, everyone's getting their kids back to school, and they're busy with that. So it's usually not the busiest month. But there were 20 new signed contracts last week for homes asking at least $4 million. Um, 20 homes asking at least $4 million went into contract in the week ending on Sunday. It marked a turnaround after predictably slowdown in early September. But of course, again, remember that's a new school year and people take off for the Jewish holiday. There were 12 more deals than the previous week in the city and threefold increases in total sales volume, which ranged in $160.1 million. The 20 newly signed contracts included 16 condos, two co-ops, and one condo, and a single townhouse. And the most expensive home to find a buyer last week was a penthouse at a Giorgio Armani-branded new development on the Upper East Side at 760 Madison Avenue, asking $25 million. Now, I know that sounds like a lot. Okay, it is a lot. The three-bedroom unit spans a little more than 3,100 square feet, not including an enormous wraparound terrace. Um, suitably, the building will stand atop of the Armani store on the ground floor retail level, and closings are expected next summer. The second priciest home was at Chelsea Condo, asking $14 million, and an increase from its original $11.25 million asking price in 2018. So look how much that went up. I mean, that's a lot. The more than 3,100-square-foot 3, unit has three bedrooms, three-and-a-half bathrooms, and views of the Hudson River. Uh, I have to tell you, I still say it's not that complicated. Do some studying. Do your homework. But I always think if you buy right and you re- and hold, I'm not one of these flip it and make a million in a day. Um, I guess you can do it. It's not that it's impossible. But it's not as easy as if they make it on TV. 
But the Manhattan, which is good news for Manhattan, the Manhattan's medium home price rose two, rose 2% despite the market turbulence. Um, the median price in Manhattan stood at $1.175 million in the third quarter, while luxury home price increased, the luxury home prices increased more than 4%. So no matter, you know, no matter what everyone's saying about New York, it's still New York City, and I, when I'm ready with it, am going to start a site that I hope those of you who've been to New York or live in New York, and it's going to be the upside of New York, because unfortunately, and that's what sells papers, bad stuff. You hear bad stuff, bad stuff about all these cities, but nobody tells all the good stuff. So I'm going to try to focus on some of the positive things in New York City, because I don't think anybody else is. Uh, Manhattan home prices held steady in the third quarter, and um, but the elevated mortgage rates currently at a more are more than at a twenty-year high, and we have low inventory everywhere, and a decline. So there was a decline in signed contracts. Now what that means, so that you know, it's not that less houses are selling because nobody wants to buy. It's because there's nothing to buy. There's very little inventory. Um, we're, we're really experiencing a kind of unusual market. Um, despite sales and pending activity falling, because there wasn't as many sales in this fall. However, uh, the medium overall for, for Manhattan's home stood at $1.17 and it rose 2%. So... At the very top 10% of the market, meanwhile, the medium luxury home price in Manhattan was $6 million, according to Jonathan Miller. So things are still happening. And uh, if you are really interested in, in, in looking for real estate, and I really have to say, if you can swing it, uh, be like me. I bought a small little cottage. When I tell you it was so small, that if you sat in the kitchen table and you leaned back on your chair, you'd hit the refrigerator. But it was mine, and it was, I wouldn't have bought it. My apartment was nicer, I think. But it was in a nice neighborhood. It was the cheapest house in this nice neighborhood. And my dad was like, buy it, buy it, buy it. I didn't know what I was doing, but I did. And from that, I parlayed that into a few other real estate things. So you... What I recommend you do, because we all go in with a lot of dreams of what we want, I would tell you to take a piece of loose leaf paper, divide it in two, and put must-haves, things that you absolutely need. And then on the other side, want-to-have, things that you'd like to have, but you don't have to have them. Because it's really very rare that you're going to get everything you want, Okay. And then if you're in, you know, if you're a commuter, uh, I would definitely take a drive to the property and make sure that the commute's okay before you buy it. Okay, because those are things that you really should do. It's a big investment and uh, you should do your homework. Okay, but people are buying and you cannot time the pricing market. I mean, they are expecting, I mean, this is what I hear and don't get me wrong just because you hear things, of, you know, they predict the future, they can't really predict the future. So they don't really know. But they're saying 
that maybe at the end, they're saying that the market's going to stay like this for the rest of 2023 and probably to the end of 2024. And then they're hoping that interest rates come down to about five, five and a half, which would be very interesting. Um, but mortgage rates have been shaping the fall housing market. And that's across the country. Uh, Mortgage rates have jumped to a new 23-year-old high. The average 30-year mortgage jumped to 7.84, and the 15-year-old fixed mortgage is at 7.14 in the U.S. Um, I mean, to me, that doesn't freak my head out. Since when I was in, when I was bought my first house, I paid like 13 or 14. But if you bought your home at three or two and a half percent during the pandemic that's a big jump and those people who have those great mortgages at two or three percent probably are not likely to sell them and take out a mortgage that's that much higher so the inventory still is 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 limited uh many homes are sitting on the sidelines since they're reluctant to trade up because they have good interest rates. The lack of listings that we have in the U.S. had another negative impact on buyers. Prices have still remained high. Now, do you want to know, Stephen, can you guess why houses have still remained high? Well, the supply is, is, is you know, is not there. there. There's a lack of supply. I mean, the number of listings... I can give a snapshot on Toronto and Vancouver. Um, prices have stayed pretty stable. In fact, gone up a little bit. Uh, unit sales are are slightly down or sideways. But um, and you know the listing average listing numbers are way down from you know sort of on t a ten year average. So That's right. you know whether it's if if someone's got a great mortgage at two percent, you know a lot of people are sort of forced into waiting if they were thinking of moving you know it's not just first-time buyers there's also move-up buyers or for other reasons divorce death empty nester if you're sitting with a two percent or less mortgage you're not going to move right unless you can port your mortgage to another property which you know everyone doesn't necessarily have those mortgage features in their loans that's true and the houses aren't budging because there's a lack of listings and there's what and there's more buyers than there are listings on the market. Now if you had less buyers and you had more listings on the market, you'd be in a buyer's market. But when you have more list when you have more buyers and less listings, you're in a seller's market. So home prices well, nationally nationally in the US have a medium sales price of in, in September of 430, which is down from 435, which I don't really consider much of a big deal. Um, but, but yeah, but it, Dottie, one of the big what? One of the big big contributors to increased demand, and we both face this, the United States and Canada, is the rapid increase. Um, rate of immigration. I mean, we Canada is now over 40 million population. We we we've got something like over a million people uh, emigrated to Canada in the last year, and it's increasing. Um, you've got 
you know, I heard numbers, what, 3 million people are, are coming through the, you know, the southern border. And a lot of those people just want to live the American dream and the North American dream. A lot of them are hardworking. And somehow, you know, immigration should be streamlined to bring in the right kind of people with the right kind of uh, objectives to, you know, contribute to the United States and Canadian economies, which um, is a positive thing. But there's no, you know, these people are coming in with money. I mean, a lot of the immigration to Canada is, has been from Asia, unlike around World War II or sort of, you know, the early 1900s, it was from Europe. Um, it's now from Asia. So it's from that's, China and India and Pakistan. Coming in, it's, that's what's, coming, that's what's in coming into Canada. Yeah, 47% of all international university students in Canada are from India. And I don't know what it's like, you know. Well, it's not. Basically, I don't, you, I, yeah, I don't think that that's the. Uh, the I don't think that's. That may not be the U.S., the, but I will tell you this: Mayor Adams, and whether you're, I don't get into politics, you know, I don't feel like losing half my audience. Not that I should be afraid of, because we should be able to talk. But in saying that, the mayor, whether you like him, whether you hate him, it doesn't really matter. He said, I mean, we're a sanctuary city, but we can't fit them anymore. I mean, there's just no place. And I'm not really sure if they're vetting these people. I mean, they, I, mean I think there's got to be a process where they vet. And, you know, unfortunately, my dad, while he was alive, um, ended up with, the, with dementia. And, you know, I would have never known because he was perfectly normal uh, my dad never cursed Stephen. A day, I mean, the word damn was a big, I mean, forget it. That was like the worst word he said. And one day I was taking him to a wedding. And I, of course, I don't have the best sense of directions. I kind of got lost. And he started cursing at me. And he said words that in my life, no one's ever said to me. And I almost, I jammed on the brake. I almost had a car accident. And I said, get out. How dare you talk to me like that? And I left. But then, of course, I came back. And he started to cry. And he said, I didn't want to tell you this. He said, but I could remember what I did 20 years ago. But I can't remember what I hate, what I had for lunch. And it was the start of dementia. Uh and so we had round-the-clock help. I'll, well, I'll finish the story because it has a lot to do with immigrants that helped us. We had round-the-clock. I mean, at first he didn't need it round-the-clock, but eventually he did. He didn't want to go to a home. And, um, well, let's leave with this as a cliffhanger. I hope it doesn't happen to you or anything, anyone in your family. But uh, we had the best help possible. And um, I'll tell you about that in a second. But they had quotas. They just couldn't come into the United States. They paid taxes. They weren't citizens yet. But they did everything the right way. And I don't think you should reward people who do it the wrong way. It's an insult for the people who do it the right way. We'll be right back. That's just my point of view. The preceding hour of programming paid for by DTHY Realty Incorporated. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.